podcasting from a town called Manalapan, New Jersey. This is That Oneness Guy, a podcast covering the many aspects and elements that embody oneness. I am your host, Danny Rongo, and yes, I am That Oneness Guy. As an author, a singer-songwriter, and a podcaster, I continue to share my unique message of oneness. So let's get right into podcasting. I'd like to officially say welcome back, my friends, and welcome to season number five of That Oneness Guy podcast. I know we're already into February, but I got a slow start this year with my podcasting for a number of reasons. One in particular will be the centering thought behind this specific episode. As you may already know, uh, since this past September, I've been dealing with a cancer diagnosis, stage 3 throat cancer to be specific. Now, I've listed all the details, including my story and my specific holistic treatments and remedies and info on the uh, plant-based diet that I am now on, and and tons of resources, including books and links, um, all on the newly created Oneness and Wellness page that I recently added to my website, thatonenessguide.com. So please, by all means, feel free to peruse, as they say, all of that info if so desired. But for this first podcast of season five, I want to focus on the title of this episode, which is Oneness and Wellness, My Road Recovering from Cancer. I'd like to first say that I recently created a Facebook page called Oneness and Wellness Community. I set it up so folks have a place to connect and to share and to continue the ongoing conversation of oneness and wellness. So by all means, please check it out, uh, especially if you have something you'd like to share to the group and to the community that fits within the agenda. And be sure to like the page and share it with your family and friends. Okay. So when we consider the phrase oneness and wellness, to me, the two words are synonymous. In my world, I can't imagine oneness without wellness and vice versa especially when we take into consideration that at their individual core, they both represent one very specific thing, and that is wholeness. Now, to me, oneness is the inherent connection to one and all and our very source. The very totality of it all is a wholeness. And when I consider wellness, I immediately conjure up a vision of connectedness to the body's innate ability to live in perfect health, which I would definitely consider a wholeness. So this is why, to me, I consider these two words synonymous. Now, I've spent decades of my life naturally uncovering the many aspects and elements that embody oneness. I've talked about it. I've written about it. And through my songs, I've even sung about it. But if there's one single aspect of oneness that I can highlight that has not only served me well in my life, but has specifically helped me through my recent journey through cancer, it is this. It is the fact that we are not our bodies. For as I continue to tout, we are not physical beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings, and we're having this human experience. 
I place that concept above everything I've learned and everything I've had the privilege to teach about oneness. And that is because it is our very essence. Once we recognize that fact, the fact that we are not our bodies, it immediately presents us with an opportunity to view life and everything that happens during it from a new perspective. For example, when I was diagnosed with cancer, words that have the capacity to literally kill someone, I knew that even before I would revert back to my spirituality, my oneness mindset, I knew that the diagnosis wasn't about me. It was merely a reflection on the current status of the house that I reside in, my body, but not me. In the same fashion that as we live in our houses, and if your house has a leaky roof, you fix it. I knew that my body, and not me, was diagnosed with an issue, and that I would address it accordingly, because the knowing, the internal conviction that we all should have that we are not our bodies, offers us the opportunity to view our lives from a less stressful foundation. I like to quote my dear friend and uh, sister in oneness, Caroline Chang, who told me some years ago that our bodies are our spacesuit. In other words, just as an astronaut steps into his spacesuit before he ventures out into space, we incarnated into these bodies upon conception. Our spirit, our very godlike essence, moved in and said, Okay, this will be home for the next 80-odd years. And this is why it is paramount in our oneness journey to understand that we are spiritual beings and we're living through the realm of the physical housed in the body that we chose. But make no mistake, the body is not us. So, as the spiritual being that you are, anything that your body faces or is dealing with is not happening to you. Spiritually, it is an illusion. Now, I know that that's a very difficult statement for many of you to swallow. But once you come to the reality of a statement like that, you address any and all difficulties from a much better place. Now, my guru, Dr. Wayne Dyer, he used to always recite a magnificent passage from uh, actually an unknown author. And the piece is called Three Magic Words, and I still listen to this daily on, on some of his videos on YouTube and stuff like that. But the last paragraph helps us to understand this topic a little better. At least it always helps me, and it goes like this. I know that my body is a manifestation of pure spirit, and that spirit is perfect. Therefore, my body is perfect also. I enjoy life, for each day brings a constant demonstration of the power and wonder of the universe and myself. I am confident, I am serene, I am sure. No matter what obstacle or undesirable circumstance crosses my path, I refuse to accept it, for it is nothing but illusion. There can be no obstacle or undesirable circumstance to the mind of God, which is in me, around me, 
and serves me now. It's beautiful, right? So, as it pertains to the conversation here on how oneness fits into the oneness and wellness dialogue, we can see that even the very thought of any physical ailment or condition reflecting upon you, the spiritual you now, is in reality just an illusion. Again, I know this is conceptually easier said than done, but as spiritual beings, first and foremost, we must approach any obstacle or undesirable circumstance from this premise. Now, let's talk about the wellness side of oneness and wellness. I mentioned earlier that wellness in general represents a wholeness as well. I know that when I hear the term, I think of an ongoing process. I don't think of just being healthy at any one time of life. To me, it represents a process. I think of it in terms as, how can I care for this body, which is my true home, for the duration of life within it? I know that the trillions of cells within my body are dictated by the thoughts and emotions that I create during any given day. I know that living in a state of wellness is best suited by thoughts and emotions that serve wellness. I know that negative thoughts, which ultimately lead to negative emotions, do not serve me in any capacity. I also know that negative thoughts can lead to disharmony within my cells, which could lead to dis-ease. And as referenced earlier in Three Magic Words, I know that my body is a manifestation of pure spirit, and that spirit is perfect. Therefore, my body is perfect. These are all things that I know. This is what leads me conceptually to view wellness as a wholeness in the same fashion that oneness is. I have always cared for my body in the way of working out, and Andrea and I have been eating healthy for the most part of it. But upon hearing my cancer diagnosis, things changed. If you read my story on my website, you'll see that because of oneness and my ongoing spiritual growth, I'd never considered taking the traditional route of treating cancer, especially upon hearing the prognosis of aggressive radiation, chemotherapy, and for all intents and purposes, a feeding tube. Yeah, that's right, a feeding tube. Now, as Eddie Murphy said in one of his famous stand-up routines, no thanks, I'll take the zero. (laughs) I teach a student daily. I sing professionally throughout the weeks and months. And as you can hear, I, I still host this podcast. These are all things that I need my throat for. And these are all things that I chose to remain in full connection with. And to date, I am still doing them all. But upon choosing my alternative route, I came to realize immediately that I would need to undertake a crash course on surviving cancer naturally. And to my surprise, there is an abundance of information available to us all, with thanks to the internet. I have a friend of mine, um, back from my high school days, who himself is a survivor He is now a Radical Remission Certified Instructor and a part of the Radical Remission Project. 
Hey, listen, please, by all means, go visit RadicalRemission.com. It's an amazing and informative site. So my friend, he literally came to my rescue and helped me put my plan and my team in place. So, uh, John, if you're listening, and I think that you are, I thank you so very much from the bottom of my heart, my friend. Now, John's guidance and insight and compassion are what set me and Andrea on our way and on the road to my recovery. Now, for the purpose of this podcast, I don't want to go into and break down all of the treatments that I've been undertaking these past five months. Again, they are all discussed in detail on my website, but I will just list them here for you. Now, because I've just referenced the Radical Remission Project, I want to start with their 10 healing factors, and they are as follows. Radically changing your diet, taking control of your health, following your intuition, using herbs and supplements, releasing suppressed emotions, increasing positive emotions, embracing social support, deepening your spiritual connection, having a strong reason for living, and exercising. Now, beyond those 10 healing factors, I have also embarked upon and embraced these on my own. Daily research through books and websites, daily meditation, body scan treatments, weekly Reiki sessions, Chios energy healing sessions, EFT tapping, bi-monthly acupuncture and cupping, intermittent weekly fasting, bi-monthly psychotherapy sessions, integrative medicinal treatments, and last but not least, a full-time plant-based diet. Now, I save the diet info for last because it is my belief that if you choose to naturally take on something as life-changing or potentially life-ending as cancer, your diet has to be first and foremost on your list of treatments. Now, through the early stages of our research, Andrea and I came across the infamous quote from the father of medicine, Hippocrates, who 2,400 years ago said, let food be thy medicine, let medicine be thy food. Now, I could literally end this podcast right now and I would feel complete. But that's only if you truly get the gist of this quote. If you plan on entertaining true wellness, this quote has to take up residence within your mind. You need to understand that our bodies are inherently designed to heal themselves you have to know that whatever we consume can either hurt us or help us. There's really no gray area here, folks. Food is either good for us or it's not. And the more that you research and find out ways on how to, uh, gee, I don't know, you know, save your friggin' life, the more you recognize and understand the truth behind this. Now, Here's where I give total props to my wife, Andrea. What she has learned throughout our ordeal has been simply amazing, and I couldn't be more proud of her and grateful. For she not only discovered what foods would 
specifically stop the spread of cancer for me. She also found out the best and most tasteful ways to prepare them. So many of us just take for granted that we're eating healthy and that we're okay. Trust me, my friends, chances are you're not. And if you don't change, you won't be okay. Studies show that one out of every three men will get cancer to some degree within their lifetime. And unfortunately, it's even worse for women. Shitty odds, right? Yeah, I think so. And please stop the thinking or the thought like, well, I don't smoke, so I'm okay. Well, guess what, Sherlock? Neither do I. And look what happened. Stage three throat cancer for yours truly. But I'm Get away from those old school notions and start thinking about what you eat and drink on a daily basis. Now, without going into a college course about the toxicity and chemicals that are on our food nowadays, allow me to, to share here quickly just a few. All right, here we go. Refined vegetable and seed oils, which include corn, sunflower, safflower, soybean, and cottonseed oils. Bicephenol A, or BPA, is a chemical that used to be found in the plastic containers of many common foods and beverages and in the lining inside metal cans. For instance, those used for canned tomatoes. Artificial trans fats are made by pumping hydrogen into unsaturated oils such as soybean and corn oils to turn them into solid fats. They used to be in many processed foods such as margarine, snack foods, and packaged baked goods. Polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons, or PAHs, are considered environmental pollutants. They arise from burning organic material, but they're also found in foods. And added sugars are often referred to as empty calories. However, the harmful effects of sugar go way beyond that. Sugar is high in fructose. And excess fructose intake has been linked to many serious conditions, including obesity, type 2 diabetes, metabolic syndrome, fatty liver disease, and cancer. Foods high in added sugars are also highly processed and may have addictive properties that make it hard for some people to regulate their intake of these foods. So, you know, just prior to recording this podcast, I googled toxins on food for this info. Now, these are just a few of the toxins we're ingesting on a regular basis. Well, not me anymore. And I purposely listed sugars last for my fellow cancer patients and survivors who hopefully know by now that sugar is the number one culprit to your wellness. And that is because sugar is fuel for cancer. I wanted to touch base with a list like this because... In an honest conversation about wellness, it's very difficult not to. Our society is wired to go in one direction, and that direction is towards whatever gets things done in as fast and cheap a manner as possible. So who suffers the most from this? The food chain, first, and of course, us a close second. Now, even vegetables and fruits have to be sprayed to maintain a specific shelf life. 
You know, this is not any groundbreaking stuff here, folks. It's been going on for quite some time. And unfortunately, we've been consuming these poisonous sprays for quite some time as well. So let's get beyond this thought for a second and get back to how we can consider having wellness in our lives from a wholeness, holistic, and spiritual perspective. The answer, like with everything in life, is found within our thoughts and the ways that we think. Face it, we know what happens when we neglect our cars and our homes. They eventually break down, or at the very least, they need immediate attention. Why would you think that our precious bodies are any different? Why do so many of us take our bodies for granted? Now, back in November of 2021, I wrote a blog. I called it, Why Do We Wait for Bad News to Finally Eat Healthy? In it, I referred to our ingrained sense of infallibility. The sense that many of us have that it'll never happen to me. Well, we now know that's just not the case. Our bodies are either fueled or damaged by what we put into them. Now, I can take this conversation regarding our diet much further, but I want to assume that you know what's good for your body and what is not. If you don't know or if you've been denying the truth, here it is in a quick nutshell. If it comes in a can or if it's made by a man, don't eat it. This includes anything processed. Now That may seem drastic to some, but if you get right down to it, that's our unfortunate truth. And if you do eat meat of any kind, it's beneficial to look for organic, pasture-raised, or grass-fed, as we need to stay away from pesticides and herbicides whenever possible. And as difficult as it has been for me to practice and to preach these last five months, you got to stay away from alcohol. And because our bodies are an organic expression of this earth, it makes sense to consider plants, vegetables, fruits, and filtered water as the most natural source of nutrition for us. I can already hear some of the snickers in the background. And hey, that's cool. See, I once felt the same way. But the more that my wife, Andrea, looked into the many ways of preparing and cooking those foods, she found a wealth of information. Now, on my website page, I referenced two specific guys and their online websites and presence. They are Bobby Parrish and his FlavCity.com website and his YouTube channel and app. And also Gaz Oakley and his avantgardevegan.com website and his Instagram page. Now, there are so many more you can find through internet searches, but Andrea and I have really connected with these two, so by all means, check them out. Now, my point is this. I come from a very large Italian family with amazing cooks who made amazing meals my entire life. The point I want to make is that I know taste, bro. <laughs> Now, I initially thought that I would have to sacrifice that taste to start eating healthy. That's just not the case. Throughout my five-month journey, Andrea has literally blown me away with amazing and very, very tasty recipes. 
So please don't use taste as an excuse to start eating healthy. Again, I ask you to please check out the oneness and wellness page on my website for more info. But I want to get back to the spiritual connection to wellness. We've all heard the phrase mind, body, spirit. Some of you may even recall my song and video by the same name. Well, that phrase has been a staple for spirituality in general for quite some time. And that's because it represents the totality of our journey here on earth. True wellness must embody all three entities. Our thoughts, how we treat our bodies, and our connection to our spirit must all be in alignment for our lives to be optimized at their fullest capacity. We must nurture and cultivate all three. If any one phase is neglected, our life is immediately affected. We may not recognize that it's been affected, and that is because we've been accustomed to not being in tune or connected with our higher source and oneness. Now, people have asked me if I think that any one phase of the trilogy is more important than the others. And to me, there is. And that's because I adhere to a quote from Arnold Schwarzenegger, who once said, where the mind goes, the body will follow. So, if there is one that's more important in that trilogy, I would say it's the mind. I associate our mind with our thoughts. And if you've been following along, you know the power that lies within our thoughts, both from a positive and a negative standpoint. And the Bible states, As you think, so shall you be which is another favorite quote of mine. You see, it's quotes like these that help us to know the bottom line truth that our lives are dictated by the way that we think. So, as it pertains to this topic of wellness, how can we seriously entertain the topic if our mind and our thoughts are not coming from a place of positivity, of peace, and of love? We can't. Can't do it. If the mind and our thoughts are well, it will naturally be reflected in the way that we feel and in the status of our bodies. And if the mind and our thoughts are well, it will also naturally be reflected in our spirit, our connection to higher source, our oneness. So, Thank you again, my friends, for listening to That Oneness Guy podcast. This has been episode number 41, Oneness and Wellness, My Road Recovering from Cancer. If you've liked what you've been listening to, please take a moment to subscribe to this feed. You can find That Oneness Guy podcast on any and all of your favorite podcasting sites, apps, and smart home devices. You can also find That Oneness Guy on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Just search for That Oneness Guy. And for my YouTube friends, please subscribe to my channel. That includes these podcasts, vlogs, and all of my many music videos, interviews, and performances. So please do check it out and subscribe. Just search for That Oneness Guy. I'd like to remind you that you can find my books, I Am God, and So Are You, My Friend, A Common Man's Guide to Oneness, and 
The Ways of Oneness, Helping to Navigate Life, are both on Amazon. Just visit Amazon.com and search for Danny Rongo, and you'll find them. And finally, to stay in touch with all things oneness, take a glance at my websites again, thatonenessguide.com and also dannyrongo.com. And something new here. To start off this new year, I have a gift for you. If you'd like a oneness wristband, do me a favor. Sign up on thatonenessguide.com and send me your mailing address, and I'll be happy to send you one. So take advantage of it. Sign up on my website, thatonenessguide.com, and uh, and send me your address as you do that, and I'll send one out to you. So for now, again, my name is Danny Rongo. I am That Oneness Guy. Please look for my next show and know that I send you, as always, peace, love, light, and continued oneness. Namaste.